1: Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good morning, campers. Alan, Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long. And most days it doesn't sub. I thought that was the Mike McCann Nets halftime update there for a second. Dun, 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 na, 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 na. Good morning, Fleagues. It's Fleelo. Good news. We've made it to Friday. End Fleelo the week on a Friday. Fleelo on a Friday. That's right. A what are we calling it? A uh, summer, a fun Friday. What do we call? What does Geo call? What is it? Fun Feel Friday. Feel good Friday. Thank you, God. That just shows that I haven't gotten enough sleep. We've only uh, used that term for the last what four years now. You think I would know that? So right, I'm they here. made
0: shirts with it on. Right, know, exactly.
1: On it just escaped me for a second. Uh, so that's a bad job by me right out of the gate. As we get it started here on the warmer program, you get Boomer and Jerry coming up uh, at six o'clock. Uh, but that speaks to where I'm at. A little delirious here late in the week, but uh, you should be the opposite because right before we came on the air, Flegelman just informed me that he slept for 11 hours yesterday. And what I said was, I don't think I've slept for 11 hours since my kids were born, which means that's at least seven and a half years ago.
0: Oh, I am energized and ready to go today because after, I mean, yesterday- uh, by especially by the end of the show, and then when Jerry and Zoo were doing the podcast, you're out of gas. I, you saw me in the newsroom. Yeah, I was a zombie. Like mm-hmm. drive home, pushing through
1: the med game. Lunch.
0: Right, right. I had I'd come off of like a day and a half of two seventy-five to ninety-minute naps, so just barely enough to keep me going. Little resets. Mm-hmm. I needed to crash, and when I'm going to set the alarm. Normally, when I go to bed really early during the day, which I've done when I do this shift and bouncing with which hours. Is what? You know, like noon. Uh this Even- was no this was like 2 p.m. Okay. Uh so normally when I do that I'll wake up early to you know watch the Mets on DVR, Yankees on DVR, if it's football season watch, not the Jets and Giants, but if there's a primetime game Monday or Thursday. And as I'm sitting there getting ready to set my alarm, I'm like, "Huh. There's nothing there's to wake nothing, up for. <laughs> there's nothing going on there's today. There's nothing so happening. Let me just set this no, to No, nothing happens. Right. Let me just set this to The amount of time where I need to wake up, you know, do the prep for the show, the live reads, all that. But, like, what's the latest possible time I can wake up? Assuming also, oh, I'm going to surely wake up between now and then to go to the bathroom for whatever reason. My wife's going to come home from work. Maybe (laughs) I'll hear some kind of sound. Whatever it is, there's no way I'm going to sleep from right now. It's right around 2 o'clock, a couple minutes after until 1 45 a.m there's you, just no way and you did and then the next thing i know is that 11... alarm going off at one forty-five in the morning
1: you didn't wake up a single time not once that is absurd
0: well again i don't is i don't know the last absurd. time like i'll sleep for a long time with <laughs> you know again you, you wake said up 11 to to the hours bathroom.
1: that's almost 12 hours you said oh, hours, two to 145 yeah. yeah. you're 15 so it was like, minutes shy it was like of 12, 12 hours to, so about 10 and Lord a half or Lord. 11 and a half oh, that's incredible not a single wake-up. you guys have pets? No. We you do. Yeah,
0: yeah, there's a cat.
1: Okay. Well, so right. what I Obviously do, though, I,
0: I <laughs> close the door. It's my wife's cat. I close the door. My wife's I put cat.
1: Up. He takes no ownership of it. Nah, I put came up, with the marriage. Yeah. Not my cat.
0: I put up, like, some blankets because the cat likes to scratch under the door, so I blockaded the door. This cat's <laughs> not bothering me, and I woke up when that one, when the alarm
1: went off. Remind me what your wife does for a living. I don't, you, know, you don't have to be specifics or anything, but... She works at Princeton. Okay. So, the, so... Even though it's the summer, she's still got stuff going on there. Yes. All right. Five days a week, even in the summer? well, there'll be work from home
0: on Mondays and Fridays. Okay. But yesterday was a Thursday, so So I had to place to myself. You
1: did. Now she gets home at what, normal time? Like five, six o'clock? You you know,
0: sometimes she goes to the gym after work. So I listen, I don't know yesterday she could have gotten home like she could have gotten home an hour and a half early. Okay. I don't know.
1: But answer me this now, not to delve too far into your, you know, what's going on uh, in your in your home there. But when you, your alarm goes off, like presumably she's in the bed next listen, to you sleeping, she's yes? She's
0: miserable with my middle of the night sleeping yeah, schedule in the alarm ask, and like, the in what? and outs at strange times. <laughs> she's not happy about it. Okay. Like, we're looking for a place with two bedrooms so that when I'm on this weird Separate. schedule, she can get her eight hours or yeah. seven hours of uninterrupted sleep without me. So listen, I'm not. This whole experience of the alarm, well, all week, the alarm going off at. One, 1.30, yeah. the one day I woke up at 12.30 to watch Hard Knocks. Mm-hmm. She doesn't love any so of that. It
1: stirs her. It
0: interrupts her sleep. Yeah, but for me, yesterday, this 11 and a half hours, I just can't fantastic.
1: believe that, like, I, <laughs> I'm surprised she was. And maybe I she w- was. Uh, hey,
0: I went to the Met game with her and our family no, on Wednesday that. night. Yeah. And my reward was I got to sleep My yesterday.
1: reward for going to the Met game. Listen to you. You sound like our buddy, JJ. No, now. but listen, Tough this life. was also.
0: Good God. Uh, th- th- what it tells me, too, is I knew I was really tired. No, I get that. Sleeping 11 and a half hours straight, just again, nothing told me, all right, my body was like this. Good thing I had the window to sleep that much because we talked about it yesterday. I've never had that day where I don't hear my alarm to wake up. Yesterday might have been the day if I'm only getting another five or six hours. Yeah. I, I what would have saved me is she wakes up yeah, when I was she gonna gets say that's where she, so she would have shaken me awake and said hey uh, you got to go to work that's
1: why I can't believe at some point she would you know out of boredom or loneliness or like hey is he okay living like that she didn't jostle you and be like yo you, you are you gonna wake up at No, some point? She, knows, I mean, she
0: knows I'm a deep sleeper I think good. we would have to cross like 13 14 hours for her to be concerned <laughs> wow
1: all right well good for you uh there are no 11 hour Eleven and a half hours sleeps in my listen six. I'd six would be great. Seven, eight is you know. Listen, man, that that's what I asked for on a normal the day. Get
0: me six, and then uh, <laughs> listen when you when you do two straight days of one. Yeah, you need to no, play I some understand. Ketchup.
1: I understand. I've been doing blocks of you know two and three at a time, pretty much. Even last night, like you know, get the kids to bed at a decent hour, and it was like pre ten o'clock, and we're thinking, oh great, and um, you know, put on uh, a show to watch. Like you said, no baseball last night. And I was thinking, okay, I got a nice little window here. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, crap, it's 11 o'clock. I got to go. I got to get some sleep here. And then sure enough, the kids wake up, both of them at 1230, and they're coming into our room. And it's just, it's a never-ending cycle. So uh,
0: listen, I, I hear you. That yeah,
1: it's does why not. You get what you ask for. You know, you have kids. It comes with the territory. Do you prefer nights
0: like that or the nights where you're sleeping in that beautiful five-star hotel down the hall?
1: Listen, I got to be honest. You know, sometimes the couch here is is not terrible. It's not a terrible uh, listen, I, option.
0: I work overnights full time. It yeah. is very quiet and peaceful well, here that's in the what middle I mean. of the
1: night. Yeah, yeah, it's very rare. You, mean you might get a noise from outside on the street because there's you know there's window over there and they're thick, but you can still hear it. Or you know you might have like a janitor or like a custodian coming through doing some work in the wee hours that could that could wake you. But I usually it's like so. What was it Wednesday night into Thursday? So leading into yesterday's show. I conked out at, I don't know what it was, midnight, 12, 15 or so, and did not wake up till my alarm went out. It was only three and a half hours, but there was like nothing that, I'm so used to being interrupted, whether it's have to wake up, kids, noises, then your body just gets used to the fact that you're not going to sleep all the way through. But like you said, when you're really tired, it doesn't, you know, you could wake up and not know, was it was it an hour? Was it five? Was it 10? Was it 18? Am I in another country? Like anything's possible.
0: Uh, I was so out of it when I woke up with the alarm. I didn't even realize that was what was waking me up. I assumed like, all right, well, I can tell it's dark. It's probably like 8.30. Again, I'm just going to run to the bathroom, come back and lay down. 1.45 in the morning.
1: That's incredible. Do you ever have the dreams where like you're in the middle of a dream and something's happening, usually like an action sequence oh, of some sort? The and then the alarm bleeds into the dream yeah, yeah, and, yeah. in some other way. And the next thing you know, it's like, oh, crap, that's, that's my phone and my alarm and I got to wake up.
0: Have you gotten to the point yet where – you have to change your alarm sound because again I'm a very deep sleeper so after every couple of weeks with one alarm sound, my brain tricks itself to get you know ingratiate that into the or integrate it into the dream somehow some way where I will not wake up mm, I mean I my family always hated me like trying to wake up in the morning <laughs> because whatever it what my sister's a couple rooms over my parents down the hall everybody would wake up to my alarm before me
1: yeah. You're the last one. That is the worst. And
0: now my wife gets that. No, uh, I don't,
1: I can't sleep through because mine is this. It's pretty loud and annoying.
0: I've used that one. I I can sleep through that. Really?
1: Wow. No, I don't think, I mean, not for more than, I don't know. I would say a few seconds. Usually it's almost instant or immediate. Now, the one thing that can happen sometimes is, you know, you think you hit off or you think you hit snooze and and you you hit hit off. off. So that's why I'll, I'll set one for a minute later. And then that's that's all I need. I don't. I'm not one of these psychos. You see, people sometimes put the screenshots or they have oh, like the three, six four, alarm oh, sets. Listen, it's like, come I on, am, man, what are you doing? I'm that
0: person. And again, my family always. So you're a psycho, then? Okay, they, they hated it. this. My wife can't. It's listen. I I don't know what to tell you. I'm a sound sleeper. I I. This is the clearest way I can put it. In college, one time, I slept through a fire drill.
1: <laughs> Full blown fire drill. Oh yeah. Not just someone on the speaker like uh, please, oh, please no, no. The, fact, alarm, the, the alarm, the alarm
0: blaring, whoop, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, whoop. wow. I slept right through Good that. For you, what wasn't wasn't drunk, wasn't hungover, yeah, just yeah, just tired. Eh, I'm tired. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's funny. All right. If you're wondering why we haven't mentioned sports at all, we've hit uh, 5 11 here on a Friday morning because there's not a whole lot going on. Certainly not as far as, you know, baseball locals have the night off. Who really cares about the Mets, even though you've got this uh, four game series with the Braves, which I guess could potentially get interesting if they ever found a way, you know, to uh, take three out of four or somehow sweep a series, which no one expects. These but
0: conversations let- with the Mets have annoyed me. And I'm almost to the point where, like, all right, I just only have to sit through. People saying this for another couple days, and then because the Braves are going to come into I town understand. and destroy. Them.
1: Well, here's what I think: It's like you like, okay, they've lost four out of six. I think I read yesterday that they have the second worst starters ERA since the All Star break. Is that possible? So I mean, stranger things have happened. Yeah, it is every baseball, Braves starter but... will
0: pitch at least five innings. Nobody <laughs> actually, the one pitcher the Mets might hit because they always hit them is Spencer Strider. Mm. They'll still find a way to lose the game, but every other Braves pitcher who has been struggling, remember. Carlos Rodon had one non-embarrassing start this mm-hmm. entire season. And we know who it was against. That was against the New York Mets. Yes, it was. And he wasn't pitching. It wasn't like he had his best stuff. There were very hittable pitches. They were just looking at him like, oh, that's that's nice. Look at that. Yeah. Right, right past us. All right. Low 90s fastball, boom. Let me just not swing at that. This team will be – they've been dead and buried for a long time. They're
1: 10 games under five. Even among
0: yeah. the most delusional fans. like there, And there are a lot of them that because the Mets – Played well in the last couple. They won one series well, against it's also, the Cubs. They haven't
1: won a lot of games and, and since the, the deadline, and they haven't lost any and ground. And the wild card teams have been... Yes. But even
0: still, the Phillies have pulled away. Yeah. The Cubs, before playing the Mets, were red hot. There's this idea that, oh, if the Mets didn't do sell, what the they could have They could have gotten yeah. right. No, they wouldn't have. They, they might be right where the Padres are, like still four games out, but the Padres just lost four games in a row on their own. Yeah, you're they're, in purgatory there. They're the there. team that they would be what the Mets are. Like, you you are more talented than these other teams out there. Say for maybe the Phillies, but these other teams in the mix, you have way more talent than any of them. It's embarrassing that you haven't been able to jump into one of those top three spots. That's where the Padres are. That's exactly where the Mets would be if they didn't sell.
1: Yeah, I hear they, you.
0: They would not be on uh, the start of some magical run to the postseason. So you got no that chance.
1: If you're interested, doubleheader tomorrow. So if you're the diehard Met fan that's, hey, the Braves are coming in. It's a division rival. I'm going to check out City Field. Good for you. Enjoy that. Uh, from a Yankees perspective, it's more of the same. We've done so much of it this week. You know, it's like, what do you really add? You're going to get Randy Vasquez probably tonight. You know, they're right on the fringe there. All the same things that Aaron Boone and company have been saying. But until I. It's funny, I was listening to one of the clips uh, that uh, I didn't play yesterday from Boone where he's talking about that, well, you know, a win here, then a loss, a win here. You know, At some point, we know we're going to have to make a run. So I went and looked at it. They've won one series since the All-Star break. That was the sweep of the Royals. Right, so three, one
0: 7-3 and three in their 11 right. series.
1: So, exactly. One series win, that's a three-game winning streak within that series. The last time they had—that's the only three-game winning streak they've had in f- quite a while. And the last time that they won more than three in a row— was at the very end of May. So you're talking about two-plus months where they couldn't even put together a four-game winning streak. Right.
0: When's was the last time they even won four out of five?
1: Yeah, that too. Uh, I, I I didn't look specifically at that, but you're right. I don't know that they've had one of those. Uh, let's see here. Okay, that's <laughs> funny. We keep circling back to that game against the Mets because they swept the Royals, oh, lost right. the first game, of and then So there's your four out of five. Yeah, but that's it.
0: Listen, it's we're all kind of I think for some of us it was slower than others and I'll admit that I was I was reluctantly getting to this point that we're like all right maybe maybe this Yankees team really doesn't have the elixir it's going to figure it out because as we discussed yesterday and the day before being born in the 90s the Yankees have always been there not always a playoff team but almost always a playoff team Most of the time in the regular season, they figure out whatever problem is facing them. There's some unheralded player who comes up from AAA. There's there's just somebody, you know, the Aaron Swalier. There's somebody who figures it out when they put on the pinstripes and they become better than they've ever been before, or they do it just long enough to help the Yankees get to the postseason. And we're running out of time for that to happen this year. It is really starting to feel like both with the way they're playing and – with how the other teams in the American League are playing. Like, the team that could go on a run and vault themselves from five or six games back into almost a wild card spot it wasn't the Yankees. It wasn't the Angels who went backwards. It's the Seattle Mariners yep. who had high expectations before the season, got off to a bad start. You know, that's the kind of team where you thought maybe the Mets could be. the surely wanted to be that after June, uh, what the Padres could be. It wasn't either of them it's been the Mariners. So that's just another team that, when we were talking about the Yankees, well, they have to jump Boston, who is now, after they won again last night, a game up on them in the American League East. They have to somehow catch Toronto. Now you have to throw a Mariners
1: team into that mix as well. Yeah. And, I mean, look... um... Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. From the standpoint of the standings here, like you said, Blue Jays lost, so the Yankees are four back on the loss side. There's there's still 47 games left, so it's not like you know the clock's really ticking yet. It's more about they're just not giving off the vibe that they're ever going to catch fire. Now, of course, no one thought that the Cubs were going to catch fire a couple of weeks ago. Hell, they were talking about selling off at the deadline, and that flipped quickly. But it's it just has a different vibe, different feel with the Yankees because it's been stale for most of the season. Guys that obviously were supposed to be a much more productive than they've been, that are high paid, that have just never really caught. Even Stan, it looked like he was going to get hot for, and he's hit some home runs, but then you know he had the O for six on Sunday. Hit into a key double play, had a strike, big strikeout the other night. So like that stretch, the kind of stretch that Pete Alonso's on right now. Granted, it's too late, and you would have liked to see that before the Mets sold off. But where you know he's essentially carrying the Yankee or the uh, Met offense, and Stanton has been capable of that at times. And we've been waiting, 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 waiting for that to happen, and it just hasn't come. Now since Aaron Judge has returned, you know the numbers have been fine, but obviously he is not the one hundred percent of himself that we saw when he got hurt in Los Angeles. And you'd be surprised, quite honestly, to see him go on some sort of tear or stretch where he's carrying the offense. It feels like he's going to be able to play, probably not going to be able to play the field all the time. He's going to be compromised a little bit on the base path. He's going to work his walks. He'll mix in a home run here or there. But it's not going to be the MVP version of Aaron Judge that we saw a year ago.
0: No, and it, there are going to be teams that say, with the rest, the rest of that offense and how bad it is, there are going to be teams that say, we're not letting Aaron Judge beat us pitch around him for these 3 games. If, you know, we lose because Stanton gets hot or, or if Bader gets hot, maybe we'll readjust after a game or two, but there are going to be smart enough teams out there that say we're not even going to let it get to the point where Aaron Judge can carry this offense for a couple of games and they can beat us. And there, there are even more problems for all right, maybe Judge gets hot, maybe Stanton gets hot. You look at the pitching side and they have just as many guys, you know, when Boone is talking about well, Weissk is coming back and Nestor's coming back. All right, well, now Carlos Rodon guys is gone. Have out. And yeah. for all intents and purposes, Luis Severino is gone. Because right. if he does have to pitch again, the Yankees are in big trouble. So you're losing just as many guys as you're getting back. It just seems like there's some of it self-inflicted. A lot of it is not. There's too many things going against the Yankees right now. When you brought up the Cubs point, in mean, the Cubs, yes, they got red hot. Yes, they're right on the uh, line of a playoff position. They're three games above five hundred. In the American League, that race is not the same thing. The Blue Jays are 13 games above 500, Mm -hmm. and the Mariners, who are out of the postseason right now, are 10 games over. And then there's a Red Sox team that is also ahead of the Yankees. So even if the Yankees say, well, they play well against Toronto head-to-head, which is true, and you want to say that in their two remaining series against them, they can win five or six of those games. Sure, that's great. Then there are two teams with one in the Mariners who you can't control what they do in most of these games. And then if you're going to argue that, well, you beat the Red so- uh, the Blue Jays head-to-head, you struggled against the Red Sox head-to-head, and you have to face them a couple of more times. It, Yes, of course, it's possible with a month and a half left, they can go on a run, the math is there, but they have not given you any signs None. that they're capable. It's why I was advocating for the Mets to sell probably a month before any other fan. Just listen, I know the Phillies last year, you want to talk about that, the Braves a couple of years ago. I get it, yes, that's great, there are examples. This team does not show you that they can do that, and that's where we are with the Yankees right now. With what I'm watching on the field every night, this team, this group of 26 guys does not show me that they're capable of going on that type of run like the Mariners just did to get to 10 games over 500 and only a game and a half out.
1: All right, well, we do have a weekend of baseball ahead, as uh, uninteresting or uninspired as it might be. We've also got uh, the football teams getting involved with the preseason here. Jets will play game two. We'll talk a little Giants on the other side here. you got Fleelo off and running on a feel-good Friday morning here on The Fan, coming right back.
0: Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single med fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every med fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright,
1: can you go f- yourself? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, you were a kid and you were you came in high. Subscribe and listen to
0: the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.